This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Tarzan is leading an expedition organized to search for Brian Gregory in the Belgian Congo. Among the party are Gregory's father and sister. Following them are Atan Tom and Lal Tusk, who are determined to get possession of a map showing the location of Asher. They believe Tarzan has this map. In camp on the bank of the tributary of the Ubangi River, Tarzan kills a crocodile in defense of Larson. Wolf secures a sleeping potion from the native witch doctor and puts it into Gregory's canteen. Magra exchanges Wolf's water bag for Gregory's. Next morning, Larson comes from his tent and calls to Tarzan. Tarzan! Yes, Larson, what is it? Something been wrong with the Dutchman. Something wrong? What do you mean? He's asleep. He can't wake him up. You can't wake him up? Yeah, sure. He's generally the first run up in the morning. Now he's been sleeping like a buffalo. And I can't wake him up. Oh, no, no. Wait, Tarzan. He seemed to be all right last night, Larson. Yeah, sure. He was sound asleep when I turned in. What is it, Tarzan? Wolf. Larson says he can't wake him up. Let's have a look at him and see what's wrong. Come on. Oh, I touch a fever, perhaps, and maybe too much quinine. Well, little fever couldn't knock that fellow out. He's been in the jungle too long. Look, there he is in his cut, spread out like a wet blanket. Maybe he, he did not remove his clothing last night, huh? <laughs> he's sure been dead to the world. Wolf. Wolf. Wake up. Attendez, Tarzan. Let me have a look at him. Hmm. 
Mm, you see, his eyes look as if he had taken something to make him sleep. Oh, Larson, go to the cook tent and bring me some vinegar or a lemon, huh? Yeah, sure, Lieutenant. This looked like a narcotic of some kind, Tarzan. Vanine doesn't act that way. No, but it do. It is something much stronger. A, a different action entirely. You've been the vinegar, Lieutenant. Merci, Larson. Now, that canteen and the tin cup. Yeah, sure. Then, if I can get my arm under here... That water isn't clear, Dono. Here, let me taste it. Hmm. Here, you try it. Tell me what you think. Sakai, that fool has been drinking native bum chai. Mm. And it's strong. <laughs> sure, that's it, eh? No wonder I couldn't wake him up. Uh, give me your canteen, Larson, and empty this one, eh? Yeah, sure. Now, if we can get this down his throat... Here, it'll... I'll lift him up. Nom de chien. I cannot get his jaws apart. Wait a minute. I'll pry them apart with my knife blade. Now. That vein froth on his mouth, Lieutenant. Yes, yes, the vinegar counteracts the narcotic. Now, once more, Tarzan, a little more. Ah, so. Now, Larson, we will get him on his feet and walk him around outside. Now, let me handle him, Darno. No, no, no. You go back to the others and explain matters. Uh, we will have him in good shape in no time. But come, Larson. Yes, sir. What's the trouble, Larson? Uh, wolf sick? Uh, nothing serious, Gregory. Anything I can do? No, we'll take care of him. Let me have him, Darno. Larson and I will walk him around. You go with Gregory. Oh, Gregory. Just keep him walking and he will come out of it presently. Come, Monsieur Gregory. Our friend Wolf. What's the matter, Dad? What's wrong with Wolf? Tarzan and Dino say it's nothing serious. Oh, vraiment, vraiment, Mademoiselle Elaine. You will be all right in a few moments. Do not, do not worry yourself. Perhaps only a touch of fever, no? No, Mademoiselle Macro, contraire. Fever does not affect one in that way. He ate something last night which did not agree with him. Or perhaps drank something, Lieutenant Dunnover. But we all ate and drank the same thing. And you all feel well this morning? Personally, I never felt better. And I, Mr. Gregory. Hey, vous, Mademoiselle Lynn? Oh, I'm fine. Can't they always agree with me? Wolf seems to be coming out of it nicely. He's walking along with Tarzan and nothing like a drum major. I'm certainly glad it was nothing serious. How is it, Tarzan? We've got him awake. He'll be all right now. <laughs> the Dutchman sure was in a bad fix. He ain't out of the fog yet, neither. How is it now, Wolf? Oh, I, I'm all right. Fierce headache, that's all. Uh, was uh, was anyone else down? No one. Uh, Wolf, did you eat or drink anything last night that did not sit well with you? Nothing. Only what everyone else had. Uh, how uh, do you feel, Herr Gregory? Me? Fine. I was just telling Dono I never felt better. Mm, that's funny. I had an experience once, something like this, a long time ago. I... I ate some bad elephant meat. Bad elephant meat? Oh, that must have been terrible. Well, it was, Margaret. I was pretty sick. Saw things like Saber the lioness climbing up into the trees after me, and Hister the snake. <laughs> I've never since eaten elephant meat. Mais, mon vieux, we're going to get away soon, no? It is late. No, we'll stay in camp today. Give Wolf's head a chance to clear. All right, Gregory? Of course. A day or two won't make any difference. I'll be glad for the rest. No, I'd like it myself. It'll give me a chance to do some very necessary mending. You know, these jungle trails are terribly hard on clothes. That is a good idea, Helen. My things are also in rags. Well, let the natives know, Larson, that we don't move until morning. Yeah, sure. They won't be sorry. But I'm all right, Tarzan. Just a little easy. No, we'll rest today. You take it easy. Me, it is so hot. Usavi, I would enjoy a dip in that river. We may not have another such opportunity for a long time. After Mr. Larson's experience of last night, 
Oh, I will stay as far from the river as possible. A dip in that river, Lieutenant? Oh, no, thank you. Why, it's a nest of crocodiles. Come on, Margaret, we'll do our housework. And now, Dad, you keep away from the water. Hmm. The swim sounds interesting, Darno. But I don't know. Crocodiles. Do you think it's safe? Qu'est-ce que vous pensez, Tarzan? Dare we risk it? Why not? I'll watch Gimla and his brothers. They won't bother you. The early rays of the sun splintered the gray waters of the river into silver spikes as Tarzan, Darno, and Gregory slip off for a plunge in its cool depths. Lawson, after relaying Tarzan's orders to the natives, follows the three men, and despite his experience of the night before, joins them on the riverbank. He starts unlacing his heavy shoes. You're certainly not going in, Lawson. Yeah, sure, I am. Why not? After last night? Oh, that. All in a day's work, Mr. Gregory. If a fella stopped doing things in the jungle every time he got in a bad fix, he would have to stay in the tent all day. <laughs> well, if you've got the nerve, you can't scare me. I'm going in too. Wolf sprawls on a blanket in the shade of a tree not far from where Helen and Magra, seated before their own canvas shelter, are busy with their mending. Hand me that spool of thread, will you please? You know, it's absolutely uncanny the way Tarzan slips through bushes simply bristling with thorns without even so much as a single scratch. He glides through apparently solid walls of underbrush without even disturbing a twig. A passage seems to open before him as if by magic. Oh, he's wonderful, Helen. Yes, he's pretty much of a... Why, Margaret? Why, this forest god of ours seems to have made quite an impression on you. Oh, no. No, I am oh, I am only interested. <laughs> interested in nothing. Margaret, you're in love with him. It's in your eyes. Oh, Helen, no. No, it is only that I am interested in him as a... As a study in human nature, hmm? Oh, Earth's noblest thing. A man perfected. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Helen, not before last, I suggested to you that you give your maps to Tarzan to keep for you. You have not done so. Oh, the excitement of last night, Tarzan killing that crocodile, drove it completely out of my mind. I'll give it to him, though, at the first opportunity. But can't you tell me why? Not now. Perhaps later. But you will do so today. Just as soon as we're all together again. Yes, Margaret. Sprawled on his blanket, the sullen wolf tries to figure out how he got the sleeping potion meant for Gregory the night before. He realizes he's been tricked. But how? By whom? No one was aware of his meeting with the witch doctor, nor of its significance. At the thought of the native medicine man, Wolf climbs to his feet and goes to his tent to reappear with the black snake whip grasped in his hand. Then, keeping his own tent between himself and the two young women, he makes his way quickly to the ragged shelter of the witch doctor. He enters unceremoniously. Meanwhile, Tarzan, Darno, Larson, and Gregory have returned from their bathing and have found Helen and Magra busily engaged in their sewing. How's the sewing cycle progressing, ladies? Oh, fine, Dad. I've just finished one of your shirts. Here, look it over. Before I started to work on it, it looked as though you'd crawled through a whole mile of barbed wire entanglements. I think I got a look at Wolf. He certainly got hold of something that put him out. He was stretched on that blanket over there beside his tent a few moments ago. I thought he was asleep. I saw him go toward the native quarters. He was carrying his whip. I think I'll take a turn through camp. I won't be long. Tell 
me, you bully who got that stuff from you last night. Or I drag it out of you with this whip. Mm, no, no one take that one. Then it was you, you black devil. You put that rotten stuff in my canteen. No, Barnard. Bully no do. Uh, a couple of good cuts with the black snake will do you good. No, the Billy Watson. Speak up. You want to know with Bully? Bully no do. No sabi negotia. All right, then. Maybe this will bring it out. No, wanna, wanna, no whip. Bully no sabi negotia. Negotia. <laughs> Come on, speak up. This is the only way to handle you, you savages. Wolf raises the heavy black snake for another blow. Suddenly his arm is caught from behind in a grip of steel. Like a helpless child, he spun around to look into the grim, cold eyes of Tarzan. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha. Uh -huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot. Fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as eleven ninety nine per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Belgian Congo, on the bank of the tributary of the Ubangi River, the Tarzan Gregory Safari rests for a day. Tarzan, Darno, Gregory, and Larson go for a swim in the river, while Helen and Magra mend their trail-torn clothing. Wolf realizes that he has been drugged by the very drink he had put in Gregory's canteen. His sullen brain decides that the native witch doctor tricked him. With his whip, he strides to the old man's tent. Again and again, the cruel black snake lash cuts into human flesh. 
Suddenly, the German's arm is seized in midair, and like a top, he is spun around to look into the stern face of Tarzan. Himmel! Tarzan! Oh, let go! Oh, my arm! My arm! Give me that whip. Oh, oh. You almost twisted my arm. Oh. That's what I should have done. I warned you against whipping the native's wolf. Well, this fellow is a troublemaker. Is he? He is what? Well, he's a bad one. I caught him telling the blacks that they should ask for more pay or else desert. Bully. Is that the truth? No, Borna. Kapisa, Kapisa. White man talk, talk with two tongues. I tell you, Tarzan, I heard him. The old devil is lying. No, talk, Borna. We move in two, bully tell true. Wolf, I don't believe your story. Oh, huh. Black boy's word is better than mine, huh? All right. But remember, I have born. I know these natives. They're good boys, unless some white man stirs them up. And putting their witch man is the way to do it. I don't agree with you. They're all bad. What they need is the lash. Understand me, Wolf. Once and for all, if you ever beat a native again, I'll take the whip and give you a taste of the same medicine. Is that clear? Yeah, yeah, I understand. With the whip still in his hand, Tarzan leaves the crude shelter and walks toward the group of whites. Wolf stands watching his retreating back. The German's face is red with suppressed rage. He turns to the old witch doctor, still cowering on the ground. Listen, Umbuli, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, maybe you, you didn't give me that uh, sleeping stuff. Umbuli, talk true. No give Mbang Chai. Why not look see more place along with the man? Umbuli, no do. Well, all right then. Anyway, we forget the business. Let me hire you. It is good. Umbuli, forget. Good. Now, uh, <clears throat> have you talk, talk, a long voice? Umbuli, talk, talk, long voice. Already forgot when Buana say. Aye. But remember, when I give the word, take everything, everything you can lay hands on, and get out. Mbuli somebody. What a mission go back long trail to Hotari, Buana? He give plenty salt, plenty fire water. Hmm? Ah, that's right, Mbuli. That's right. You got the idea. Wolf leaves the old voodoo man and sets out along the back trail. The crimson flood of anger, aroused against Tarzan, still races through his veins. He shakes his head and growls out a string of guttural oaths as his long legs cover the ground at a rapid pace. His eyes cast down, he stalks along, oblivious to his surroundings. Suddenly, his hunter instinct warns him that he is not alone. He halts abruptly, looks up to watch the unexpected approach of Artan Tome. Well, unfortunate wolf. I had not hoped to find you alone so easily. What brings you back there? Well, I was beginning to get worried. About your coming up, I mean. Stop yes, me. one of my scouts reported your party as encamped here. I came to find out why. Ah, it's, it's the same trouble you always have when you cut women on a safari. The Gregory girl and Marker, they had to stop and rest. So, logical reason to pause on a long safari. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how close are you behind us, Tom? Mm, just a short distance now. Well, don't come any closer. Might even be a good idea to uh, move back a little. Why? You appear to be afraid of something or someone. I, 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 I'm not afraid. Uh, I'm so scared. This fella Tarzan. Ah, I see. You may be a clever man, Tom, but this is one time that you make a mistake. Yes. In what way? Brian Gregory was an American, wasn't he? I believe so. Well. <laughs> Do they wear leopard skins and kill lions with knives in the States? No? <laughs> yes. Yes, I've heard these fanciful tales from Lal Task. Brian Gregory is a strong man, no doubt. 
but he is incapable of performing any such feat as that. And I never knew him to clothe himself in the skin of a wild beast. Uh, nevertheless, this Tarsantos, well, if you still think young Gregory could do such things, he is something else. Another triumph of jungle strength? <laughs> ah, you, you give it a name. Uh, you uh, know this Frenchman who is always with Tarzan? I know that such a one is with the party. He is the big fellow's closest friend. He knows all about his past life. All right. After that lion kill, everybody wanted to know what Tarzan's background was. Naturally. I should like to know myself. Well, he wouldn't say anything, but uh, this Lieutenant Dono, he told a story. Donovan! <laughs> you and Lao Task have a fondness for recounting weird tales, Wolf. But, uh... Continue. Tarzan comes from the jungle. He, he was raised by the great apes. The great apes? <laughs> that is impossible. Larson knows the great apes as well as any white man alive. Hmm. He has followed them for months. We've seen them play and fight and kill. And what has this to do with Tarzan? Well, when Tarzan kills an animal, he puts his foot on it and he lets out a yell. Oh, it sends the chills up and down your back. Oh, that yell is the kill call of the great apes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Lasso knows. He has heard it. Don't come any closer, Tom. This ape man might smell you. And if he does... Whoever he may be, Wolf, he cannot wreck my plans. However, I shall watch him. Uh, now, have you prepared the natives of your safari to desert and come to me? Yeah, yeah. All fixed. You must give them money. You know, schnapps. Or they won't stay with you long. I shall take care of that. When your blacks are with my safari, I shall incite them to the point of attacking and capturing the entire Gregory party. You, of course, will be with them. No, you just pet him. I don't want that Tarzan to know that I am giving him to double cause. If we are successful, your pay will be doubled. For this Tarzan, <laughs> have no fear. When I have finished with him, he will be as harmless as a babe. As Wolf nears the Gregory camp, following his conversation with Tom, he thoughtfully notes the close-grouped members of the party. At his approach, they look expectantly, as if they had been awaiting his return. Well, what is this? Uh, Council of War? No, not that bad, Wolf. I have something to say, and I waited until we were all together. Well, here I am. What's up? Well, you all know the purpose of this expedition, to search for my brother, Brian. Oui, Mademoiselle Hélène. But you don't all know that I have a map he sent me showing roughly the route to the place where I think he is. Naturally, this little map is important to Father and me. Yeah, sure, Miss Gregory. This Africa, this jungle, is filled with so many dangers all unknown to me that, well, I feel it's no longer safe for me to carry it. Oh, I understand how you feel, Helen. So, if he will accept the trust, I have decided to give it to Tarzan. Great idea, Helen. I don't see any need for you to worry, but if it will make you feel easier, I'll take charge of it. Well, here it is, and thank you. There, now, that's off my mind. Listen, what was that? Thunder? That's just what it been. These African storms blow up in a hurry and then pass over just as quick. Not this time, Larson. I've known it was coming for some time. And it's getting so dark. 
Hey, you knew it was coming for some time, Tarzan. How could you tell? I I can't tell you that, but I felt it since yesterday. You think it will be more than, than a fast storm, Tarzan? It will be a tornado. Don't you hear Usha, the wind? He's getting ready to tear up trees by the roots. I, I believe you're right, Tarzan. I'm going to see that my tent is taken down good and tight. Come back as soon as you're through, Wolf. This is going to be a bad one. Larson, when Wolf gets back, you go down and stay with the natives. Yes, yeah, sure. Gregory, Dono, take Helen and Margaret to our tent. It's the strongest. And make sure the pegs and ropes are solid. I don't need Tarzan. Don't let the pressure from the water. Come, Helen, Margaret, beat, beat, beat. As the storm breaks in all its fury, vast cloud balloons of sepia roll over the jungle, discharging a host of liquid ramrods. Tarzan and Larson fight their way from tent to tent, making them secure against the fury of the tempest. Wolves, soaked to the skin, burst into the old witch doctor's laughing shelter. Father, come along, big storm. Yeah, yeah, but who? Uh, have you fixed it with the water mishy, boys? Are they ready? Water mishy weapon, bully. Talk, then go for runway. Good. Well told, Wana. I will see him as soon as I can. Sabi? Mbuli Sabi. You come along, water mishy? I, I come later. Uh, if you got the supplies, uh, they can pick them up. Supplies? Chakula and big tent. What the mission take when born, I say. Thank God, just listen to that wind and rain. Uh, all right, Mbuli. Now is the time. Take the supplies and get out. Can do, Bona. Mbuli Sabi. What the mission go now? Yeah, yeah. Get all the stuff together you can. We'll go. Tarzan and his party are encamped on the bank of a tributary of the Ubangi River. Behind them on the trail are Atan Tom and Lal Kask. They are after a map which Helen Gregory had given to Tarzan for safekeeping. Before Tarzan and his friends are able to cross the river, a jungle storm breaks. The tornado whips through the forest with a titanic elemental fury. Great trees bend and snap like slender pipe stems. The heavens are banked with fantastically shaped black clouds that send down solid sheets of water. The deafening crash and roll of thunder combined with the banshee howl of the wind. 
the convulsion of sound is maddening. In their tent, Helen, Barbara, and Gregory manage to watch Darnold as he peers out into the blackness. Suddenly, a terrific bellowing blast. The dead rope snap, and the horror crashes the ground beneath a sudden wake of bleeding so tattered. beside Arnold. Wolf, as best he can, protects Margaret and Gregory with his huge frame. Throughout the seemingly endless hours of the night, the furious battle of the elements rages on. Finally, with one mighty clap of rolling thunder, the tornado spends itself in a last effort. And almost as quickly as it came, it dies away, uttering sullenly in the distance. <laughs> Morning. A blazing African sun glares yellow upon the steaming jungle. Tarzan leads his little party down to the wreckage that was a camp. They look about them. 
A dreary, desolate sight meets their gaze. A wreckage of tents and water-soaked equipment. Chaos. Looks pretty bad, eh, Dano? Oui, Monsieur Gregory, it does. The natives tell them there is not one of them in sight. And there isn't much use in looking for them. You mean... They're gone. Deserted. From the looks of things, they've taken most of the supplies with them. How can you be sure of that? They are probably in the jungle somewhere. You're right. They're in the jungle somewhere. I've seen it happen too often not to know. If they hadn't meant to run off, they'd be here. What's the trouble, Tarzan? The natives. There isn't a black left in camp. And the better part of our supplies have gone with them. Do you mean that we are here in the jungle alone? That's exactly what I mean. Well, why look at me? It ain't my fault. I'm not sure it isn't Wolf. Wolf's fault, Tarzan? I didn't tell any of you, but yesterday I caught Wolf whipping the witch doctor. He's a big man to the natives, with a great deal of influence over them. I've seen it take less than that to make bearers desert of safari. It will not help matters to stand here and, and look. We must decide what we are going to do. And Larson, what do you suppose has happened to him? Well, I was pegging down my tent last night, and when I come back, he was gone. We're in such a terrific hurricane, anyone could become lost. Yes, of course. Well, those guns, Arno, are they damaged? No, when they have been dried and cleaned, they will be as good as ever. You better clean them, then. And get together what's left of our belongings. And keep your rifles handy. Take care of the others, Darno. I'm leaving. Oh, but... But where, Tarzan? Where are you going? To look for Larson and the bearers. Oh, Tarzan. I wish you wouldn't leave us. Now, look here. You think it was my fault that the natives deserted, huh? All right. I'll go look for them. And Larson, too. You stay here, Tarzan. These people need you. No. I'm going to find... Je vous prie, Tarzan. Pour par raison. He is right. With our bearers and supplies gone, we must decide upon what we are going to do. And without you, we can decide nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I know the trouble, but I know the back trail. If Larson is to be found, I bring him back. All right. If you run into trouble, fire two shots. We'll wait here till you get back. If you haven't found trace of Larson by tomorrow night, come in. Oh, 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Looks as if Wolf wants to square himself for whipping this doctor, eh? Maybe. Oh, I do hope nothing has happened to Mr. Larson. Larson is a man very familiar with the jungle, Elaine. He will return if he is alive. You do not think I he... believe, Margaret, that Larson will return. As I sent him to look after the natives, he obeys orders. I have no doubt that he is with the bearers now, or on their trail. Oh, I hope so. Do you really think, Tarzan, that whipping the witch doctor caused the natives to desert? I... I don't know yet. However, the main thing is to decide what you want to do. Well, with supplies and bearers gone, there isn't anything left but to go back to Bunga. You want to get to the mountain of Tuenbaka? Find your son, don't you? Of course, but... Then why not go on? But how, in heaven's name? We have little or no food, no bearers to carry what we have. No one to build the camp at night, no one to cut the wood and do the work. Nevertheless, if you want to go on, we will. What do you say, Donald? Écoutez, mes amis, I have traveled with Tarzan for months through the wildest sort of jungle, with four men and a woman, and with no other equipment than, well, with no more than a few ragged clothes on our backs. You came through? <laughs> Am I not here? Tarzan led us and took care of us. Well, I don't know how you did it, but if you say we can, I am ready. How about it, Glenn? If we go back now and begin all over, we'll be weeks getting together another safari. Well, if Tarzan and Lieutenant Darno say so, I'm ready to go through. I will go anywhere with Tarzan. Then that's settled. We've got to cross the river. 
It's running high. I'm going to look at the fort and see if it's passable. And in the meantime, we shall continue to salvage what we can from this wreckage, eh? Yes, Darno. Gather what you can. When I come back, we'll choose what we need most and make separate months of it. Darno, you and Gregory keep the rifles handled. I won't be long. Tarzan's hand grasps a trailing vine. A few deft catches and he's gone. In the storm-wrecked camp, Darno, Gregory, and the two young women work like beavers sorting over the debris. The Frenchman keeps a watchful eye on the boundaries of the little clearing. He feels that for the moment, at least... The responsibility is his. If we... Now, let us pile the things over here beside this tent. It is the largest and the strongest. And if we take one with us, this will be it. I'm mighty glad you know where to start and what to do. I'm at total loss in this business. Well, if we were in the wheat pit in Chicago... Well, we aren't, Dad. And we're not gambling with stocks. This time, you're gambling with your life. Do tell him, Dano. Look over there. What are those horrible creatures? Elaine! Elaine! Gregory! Come here! Close to me! What is it? No noise, Elaine! Stand still, all of you. Do not make a move. Good Scott! What are they? Goons? Those are the great apes. Tarzan, meanwhile, has scouted the river crossing and started back through the trees at his usual rapid pace. His sensitive ear catches a strangely familiar note in the voice of the jungle. He darts ahead through the lower terrace at lightning speed to pause for an instant at the edge of the clearing. There, surrounding his friends, are the great apes! As he looks, one of the monsters lets out a terrifying shriek. The ape seizes Helen by the arm. In a split second, Tarzan is on the ground and running with the speed of a deer, Drake toward the hairy giant. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Our Share. Tarzan and his friends are camped on the bank of a tributary of the Ubangi River. A tornado destroys their camp. The bearers desert, taking with them most of the supplies. And Larson, the sweet hunter, disappears. Wolf volunteers to search for him. While the ape man is investigating the swollen river, seeking a place to cross, his friends are surrounded by a band of great apes. Tarzan returns at the moment one of the apes snatches Helen from the protecting arms of her father. No, no, you hit Helen. The brute's got her in his arms. From the edge of the clearing, Tarzan screams his warning. 
He leaps forward toward the hairy brute. The huge man-like beast looks up, sees Tarzan flying toward him with lightning speed. He drops Helen, and with a cry of rage, turns to meet the ape-man. Tarzan's rush carried him swiftly to the side of the great ape. With hairy arms spread wide, lips snarling back from fighting fangs, the brute screams and charges. The ape-man leaps nimbly aside, then in, close. Bronze arms flash out and under the grasping paws, then up to lock themselves behind the bull's head in a spine-breaking grip. Tarzan's legs clamps out about the ape's middle. With screams of rage and pain, the big beast tries to claw the man's thing from its back. Tarzan's muscles stand out like ropes of steel as he adds pressure to his deadly grip. Crying to the bull ape to surrender, Tarzan slowly, gradually forces the bull's head lower and lower on the ape's chest. Slowly, slowly the huge beast is forced to the ground. One last effort. A low, whimpering cry, and Tarzan loosens his grip. He steps back. Nala, Angre, Nala, Nala. At the ape man's command to be off, the great bull climbs sullenly to his feet and backs away toward its hairy brothers. The small group of apes have watched the battle in silent expectancy. Now Tarzan walks slowly toward them. Angre, Oak, Gun Tarzan, Hohatan, Kertak. The savage apes back away from him. As Tarzan tells the brutes in their own language, that he is Tarzan, king of the apes of Kerchak, mighty hunter, mighty fighter, that in all the jungle there is none so great. Then, chattering weirdly, they turn and move swiftly off into the jungle. Tarzan's friends, who have watched the battle and its result in stunned silence, stare at him as he calmly approaches. Good Lord, what a sight. Why, it's, it's unbelievable. Tarzan, what is it? You are magnifique. Lieutenant Dalno is right. You are magnificent. Nothing wonderful about it. Just a young bull ape who needed a lesson. Forget it. Forget it. You kill lions with a knife, handle elephants as if they were trained dogs, break the necks of crocodiles, and subdue bull apes twice your size, and calmly say, forget it. Great Scott, man, what are you? A sovereign of the forest who has learned to cope with the jungle. Is he not, Lieutenant Dunham? Raymond Magra, just that. Simply a matter of environment, Gregory. If you'd been raised in the jungle, you would think nothing more of it. I, I suppose not, and yet... You're pretty well straightened out here. Most of the stuff will have to be left behind. But all you'll carry is rifles, ammunition, and a blanket or two. You said, Lieutenant Arnaud, that you had been in the jungle for many months with no food. How did you exist? But we had food, and quite enough. Tarzan supplied us with that. Wild fruit, and game. Tarzan caught the animals with his rope. Rope? What would he do with a rope in the African jungle? Uh, he used it just as the American cowboy uses his lasso. Oh, that's odd. Where did you learn that trick, Tarzan? In the jungle. But where on earth could you get hold of a rope in the jungle? I made them from grass. I still do. They're stronger than ordinary ropes. Well, as long as we're going to wait here for the river to go down, we might as well get this tent up, Darno, for Margaret and Helen. Back in the Tome Safari, the Gregory deserters are happily going over the stolen supplies. Atan Tom and Lao Tosk are conferring with Mbuli, the witch doctor. Mbuli, if I give fire water, will your water mission boys fight tonight? Who would the mission fight? Safari, you just left. Those Buana are children of evil spirit. They belong to Shaitane. Be quite Buana Tarzan, much as Sherry, very bad. You savvy? You want for water mission kill? No. No kill. Mbuli, make big medicine. Tell black boys, go along Tarzan, Buana, and his friends. Bring back along me. Can do? Mm. Can do. Wanna give plenty fire water? Remember, no kill. If kill, no chumvi salt, no paces, no fire water. Mully for me. Me go now. Make big double for water, Nishi boy. 
Come big move tonight. What a nishi fight. <laughs> For liquor, they will do everything, Lal Task. Nothing good will come of it, Master. There is an evil breath in the air. The smell of death. Jumbo! Jumbo, Mooney! That was a fine job of cleaning up you and the Watermishi boys did. First tomb, Bwana. But where's Bwana there? Long the Kumabanga, big friend. Wolf here. The fool should be with the Gregory Safari. <laughs> yes, perhaps been found out, Tatan. Well, Tom, everything went off as expected. I right? told you to remain with the Gregory party, Wolf. What are you doing here? <laughs> Don't worry. They think I'm out looking for the bears and Larson. What happened to Larson? I don't know. He disappeared during the night. I am supposed to be haunting him. Uh, what happened at the Gregory camp last night? <laughs> that storm was a godsend for us. The opportunity I was looking for. Yeah, right in the middle of it, when Bully and his boys run away. And Tarzan didn't find out until this morning. Uh. Hey, what's going on out there? Home Bully making medicine for the attack tonight. Yes. Oh, it's arranged then. for tonight, Wolf, at moonrise. Ah, and me. You will return at once. You must be there when the attack begins. I shall give orders for your capture at the first charge. Like a fresh scar on the green earth, the storm-ravaged camp of Tarzan lies steaming in the jungle. A semblance of order has been restored by the ape-man. Two tents have been erected. Near at hand, a third covers the few remaining supplies. Seated before one of the tents, Darno and Gregory are checking over a short list of articles left them by the deserting blacks. In the tent opening, Magra and Helen sit watching Tarzan as he unrolls a long, canvas-wrapped bundle. What is it, Tarzan? This? Oh, nothing much. Just some of my jungle equipment, as Darno calls it. Why, it is a bow and a quiver of arrows. Oh, Dad! Come here and see what Tarzan's unearthed. What is it, Bunami? My bow and arrows and rope. <laughs> you call that a bow? But that little thing couldn't throw an arrow ten feet. You know how to use a bow, Gregory? Oh, yes. Archery is one of my hobbies. I use a much longer and stronger bow. Would you like to try this little one of mine? Here, I'll string it. There. Here's an arrow. Here's one thing I'm no novice at. Now, what shall I shoot? See the dark spot on that tree over there, girls? About 50 feet, isn't it, Tarzan? About that. All right. Watch the arrow. Dead center. Uh, great Scott, what's this thing made of? Steel? I can't budge it. <laughs> what's the matter, Dad? <laughs> Here, let me try again. I give up. I can just barely bend the thing. Here, Tarzan, let's see you shoot it. That dead stump down there beside the Boma entrance. <laughs> Watch the arrow, Mr. Gregory. Dead center. Hey, what you been shooting at? There ain't no lion. He's been lost, Larson. Larson, pull the breath. Larson, he looks as if he's been chewed by a buzzsaw. Oh, Mr. Larson. What happened, Larson? You terrible. Oh, what natives? With the bearers. When you sent me down to look after them last night, they found them robbing their supply tents. When they tried to stop them, they yumped on me, tied me up, and took me with them. Took you with them? Where are they? They don't know. They yumped me again in the jungle. When they came to, they was gone. Where, where is Wolf? Did they get him too, Tarzan? No, he went out over the back trail to look for you. He'll be all right. Yeah, sure. But they came in over the back trail. They didn't see him. Look there, coming up the trail. Speak of the devil and he will walk in. And he's coming over the back trail. Strange they didn't see each other. Be in the mon ami, and there were only moments up. Well, 
Not a trace of the Schmied, Tarzan, but uh, plenty of the Paris. Uh, they passed over the back trail. Larson is back, Wolf. Oh, well, I'm glad of that. When did he get in? It's funny you didn't see him. He walked in just a moment before you did, over our old trail. That's funny. I don't see how I could have missed him. Over the little camp, the sun sinks red and dry, leaving the jungle hot in the electric air of mystery and suspense. Twilight comes and passes like a blue breath. Presently, a great yellow moon leaps into the sky of black velvet, dropping shimmers of silver on the indigo water of the river. Above the jungle chorus of the night comes the mutter of a drum. Tarzan and his friends are grouped about a small fire close to the two tents. At the faint beat of the drum, the ape man leaps to his feet. He stares off into the deep shadows. Tarzan, what is it? Listen. War drum. Yeah, sure. War drum? I don't... That drum is close. Close, mon ami? Bien, it sounds miles away. Native trick. They are close, beating the drums softly. To give us the impression they are very far away? Exactly, Margaret. Get your rifles, you men. Pull out that fire. Right, ye. Here they come! This and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, wherever you get podcasts, or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher.
tornado wrecks the Gregory camp. During the storm, the native bearers desert, taking most of the supplies with them. Larson also vanishes during the tempest, and Wolf volunteers to search for him. The German, however, hastens back along the trail to talk with Atan Tom, to whose camp the deserting blacks have attached themselves. Wounded, Larson returns to tell Tarzan of his capture and subsequent escape from the bearers. Shortly after Larson's return, Wolf stalks into camp, and the little group prepares to settle down for the night. At the distant sound of war drums, Tarzan leaps to his feet. The throbbing, maddening rhythm of the drums rises higher and higher. Suddenly, from all sides of the clearing, a screaming horde of crazed blacks charges furiously. No, no, you may have. Hold the Tell him, Martha, get inside. Kneel down, reload the rifle. But you, Tarzan! Never mind me. Look at the face. A spear! Aim low! Do not waste a shot! Are you, Miller? Keep shooting. I'll stay close together. I'm going into the trees. Tarzan races across the clearing to the nearest tree. As he passes Wolf, a paper drops from his leopard skin. It falls at the German's feet. Wolf picks it up, hurriedly glances at it. A sinister smile of gratification momentarily lights his face. He pockets the paper and steps out in advance of the others. Yes, Tarzan? These natives, our own boys. That man leading them is Lao Tos. I'll take care of him. Look at that crazy Dutchman walking out there alone toward those black ones. Come back here. Oh, all right. Look at him. He's captured. Yo, never mind him. Not that much more. What's lost? How is it, Gregory? Wait, I won't miss it for the world. And... There's another for me. Look there. Lord Hoss, he's calling to us. Listen. Surrounded. Surrounded. Give us fire, Gregory. Surrounded. Look. In the trees just above him. Tarzan. Tarzan's warning cry, Lal Tosk looks up, rifle ready. Like a plummet, the ape-man drops toward the earth. In midair, a bullet whistles past Tarzan's ear. Before the Oriental can fire again, steely hands wrench the weapon from his grasp. Lal Tosk reaches for his knife. Like a striking snake, Tarzan's hand shoots out, rips the Oriental's knife hand, turns it and plunges the beat in Lal Tosk's heart. With a weird scream, the Oriental sinks to the ground. Lifeless. Lieutenant, Gregory is down. I think he's been hurt. Come back here. Feet, feet. Lieutenant, oh, please. Oh, father's hurt. Wolf is captured. Gregory is down. This must be Tom's work, yet he cannot wish to kill us. Oh, I think I know what the lieutenant means. We back there sooner. Surrender, Larson? No. For the sake of Margaret Helene, we are outnumbered, surrounded. I don't like it. All the women, then, all right. Tom is behind his man, Mabuli. Call him. Yes. Tom! Aptar Tom! Yes, what is it? Call up the natives for a parley! Soja! Wanda! What the meeting? Stura! Stura! Lieutenant! Tarzan! Oh, come here quick! Father! He... Let me see, Helen. He... Oh, dear. Darno, what is it? Oh, Look. Tell him, my petite. Come away, come. No one can do anything for him now. He, he is beyond our help. Oh, father. Father. Oh, daddy. Baby, that spear went right through his heart. Come, my poor child. We, we go over here where we can talk alone. No, no, no. Please, my darling, you must control yourself. When you cry like that, it breaks Boldango's heart. Oh, you cannot understand. Oh. No, we, we, but I can. I do. I lost two brothers in the war. We, we, I know how it hurts inside here. Now, look no, at me. I, I can't, Paul. Please, my petite. So, ça va mieux. That is better. Écoutez, Hélène. 
cannot take the place of your father. No. But I want you to know that I love you. And if we go ahead, I will look after you and protect you with my life. Oh, yes, Paul. I, I know you will, but, but now... Oh, Father. Father. I am truly sorry if anyone is hurt. You should have listened to Lal Task when he called to you to give up. It is more than a hurt, Adam Tom. Mr. Gregory, he is dead. Oh. Oh, that is too bad. Lal Task is also gone to the arms of his forefathers. He sensed death in the air. We go, Madre, my child, when we are called. You would have gone too, but for the women. I would have seen to that. So, perhaps, Brian Gregory, the time will come when you and I... Hmm. But I have followed you up the river into the jungle for a purpose. You know that purpose? What purpose? I must ask you, gentlemen, to lay down your arms until we finish our little matter of business. If you do not, I will be forced to call on the natives. They have also lost several of their number and feel that they have been, shall I say, cheated of their prey? Lawson, stack the rifles behind us. Just as you say. You are a sensible man, Gregory. Now, if you will call your sister and the Frenchman... Arnold, bring Helen over here. You must be brave. You have something to do, and you must go through with it. Remember, we still wish to find your brother. Yes, I know. I know, but, but how can I talk to that man? It was his fault at that. Yes, 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 but you, you must dry your eyes and hold up your chin. There, that is better. Bien, Tarzan. Now, Tom. What is it you want of us? The map showing the route to Tuambaka and our share. I want it. And if we refuse, then, much as I dislike doing so, I shall have the natives bind you all securely and search each one of you myself. Uh, Monsieur Tom, may we have one moment to talk the matter over? Of course, as much time as you like. <laughs> there is no need for haste now. Call me when you have made your decision. I can't get those guns, Tarzan. I've been sure to get to Tom before the rats can save him. No, Larson. Arnold's right. Margaret and Helen here, we must be careful. If we three men were alone, well, No, we don't would... hesitate on my account, Tarzan. No, 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 no. For the moment, we must be diplomatic. When those wild blacks are calm again, perhaps... Hey, thank you, Ben Wright, Lieutenant. But I hate to start the fight and not finish it. <laughs> and I, Larson. But now... Listen, then. I think we are all extremely foolish. We should give Monsieur Tom the map immediately. No, but Paul, I don't understand. It is very simple. Tarzan, you know that by art, do you not? Yes. Bien, so do I. It is of no further value to us. Let Monsieur Tom have it. A good idea, Tarzan. I think we plan a wise one, Tarzan. But if you two know the route, of course I... I agree. I... I have no one left but Brian now. And I'm going to find him if I have to search every foot of Africa. All right. We'll give him the map. It's here in my... Oh, it's gone. Oh, I don't know. Brady. Don't get excited. I think I know where it is. You, Margaret, when you ran across the clearing to go up into the trees, Tarzan, something fell to the ground that will sleep. He picked it up. Perhaps it was the map. So, and then let himself be kept so he wouldn't get hurt. Why do you not call Asan Tom and tell him how matters stand, Tarzan? Tom. Uh, you have agreed to give me the map? We can't do it, Tom. You cannot? Then perhaps the natives... Pardon, will... Monsieur Tom. We should be very glad to give you the map if we had it. <laughs> if you had it, Lieutenant Arnold. 
I do not quite understand. Did Yatan would switch prisoner wool? Wool? Ah, so... Yatan knows that Magra's eyes are keen. Ah. Search wolf. What do you Let the Buana wolf. Let the homo. Bring the prisoner. I hope you have made no mistake, Magra, for your sake. I, uh, you... Sullenly reluctant, Mbuli backs away from Wolf. His burning, hate-filled eyes never leave the German's face. Well, what do you want? <laughs> Mbuli does not like you, Wolf. Do you comprehend all he says of you? I didn't hear what he said. Uh, he remarked that you were an utterly bad man, no good at all. I should not cross him if I were you. Uh, I can take care of myself. Yes, yes, of course. Wolf, where is the map? The map? How should I know? You see this, pistol? I am going to search you. Your first false move will be your last. I don't understand, but... Ah, right here in the shirt pocket. So... The man who believes in force thought he might also be clever. <laughs> you, you, you don't understand, Tom. I, I, must... I understand perfectly. You have forgotten that when you permitted yourself to be captured, you told me that Brian Gregory still had the map. I tell you, Tom, I was going to give you... Enough. We will talk of this letter. And now, Brian Gregory, my business with you is finished. You will be returning to Luango? No, Tom. We started out to find Miss Gregory's brother. Until we know that he is dead, we'll not turn back. Then you actually are not Brian Gregory. Is it possible that I have been misled by a striking resemblance? This man is not Brian Gregory, Atan. You know that Magra does not lie. He is Tarzan. Tarzan of... Hold on! There! Behind Wolf! The witch doctor! At Darlow's warning shout, the entire party turns toward Wolf. Behind him, his face contorted with maniacal fury, his arm drawn back, ready to hurl a heavy spear into Wolf's back, crouches the witch doctor. Behold my Ooh, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! To the Loot Crate video box. What's with kids today, huh? Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher.
A jungle hurricane wrecks the encampment of the Tarzan Gregory Safari. While the storm rages, the bearers desert and attach themselves to Atan Tom. Tom plies the natives with liquor and incites them to attack the Tarzan party. During the attack, Lal Tusk and Gregory are killed. Because of Helen and Magra, Tarzan agrees to a truce. Atan Tom demands the map of our share and finds it on Wolf. A warning cry from Darno draws the attention of the group to Wolf. Behind him, spear poised, ready to hurl it into his back, crouches Mbuli, the witch doctor. Tarzan, there! Behind Wolf, the witch doctor! <laughs> Move, Wolf! In one swift movement, Tarzan leaps between the two. At the same instant, the native hurls a heavy spear. Tarzan leans to one side. Like lightning, his hand darts out and catches the spear shaft in mid-air. Buzzing! Mbuli, buzzing! Wonder, Tarzan. Mwangi, Mwingi, Otarabwana, and the layer. by the belly of Buddha. Ach, Tarzan! Was kann ich sagen? You saved my life. This is the result of the whipping you gave him, Wolf. A native never forgets. He caught the spear in the air. What do you think now, Atantum, of Tarzan of the East? I do not know. And Gregory was powerful, but this man, Tarzan... You've been crazy, Tom. There ain't nobody can do what Tarzan does unless he was born and raised in the jungle. I told you, Tom. Oh, see, Monsieur Tom, you must admit that a sister would know her own brother. Uh, this man, Miss Gregory, is positively not your brother. Tarzan is not my brother. Uh, but resemblance... Extraordinary. Perhaps you begin to realize what Tarzan could have done to you in the attack had it not been for the presence of the ladies. And the natives are done. You can no longer count on their loyalty. Well, that is not a matter of interest to me now. The blacks have served their purpose. But uh, let us talk a little. This situation has possibilities. I think I understand the Atan. He means, why should we be enemies now? Exactly, Brian Gray. Uh... Tarzan, why? The city of Asher is your goal. It is also mine. I seek a diamond in which you have no interest. Is that correct? So say boy, Tarzan. Go on, Tom. You wish to find Miss Gregory's brother. Now that I have the map, our little uh, misunderstanding has been settled. I may even be able to aid you in your quest. Why not join forces? Musavi, I think he is my Tarzan. He knew young Gregory. Maybe he can help us. Uh, what do you say, Lawson? Yeah, sure. I think it'd been a good idea. Helen, what do you say? I can only loathe the man responsible for my father's death. But, of course, it's for you to decide. Well, if you all feel that way, we'll go on together. But we must have an understanding before we set out. No party can have two leaders, Tom. I was about to suggest that I place myself uh, under your orders until we reach a destination. Miss Gregory, you must understand that I am deeply grieved at your father's death. I gave very strict orders that none of your party was to be harmed. Lal Task, a friend of many years, is also dead. It is quite too late to argue the question, Mr. Tone. As you wish, Miss Gregory. Wolf, are you satisfied to continue under my orders? Naturally, I am still under your orders. And you will continue with your former duties? As soon as we gather the natives and our supplies... We will have little difficulty in that respect. We brought your supplies with us. They are not far from here under guard. That's not all. Wolf, hereafter do your work without a whip. If there's any trouble with the bearers, I'll settle it. Ah, don't worry. It makes the cold chills run up and down my back. Whatever you say goes. Yeah, mon vieux. It is arranged. Yes, pas? That been all right. But what about the equipment and supplies out there in the jungle? I don't know. 
See the tent is pitched for Helen and Margaret. They need rest. Entendu. I shall do just that. Uh, Vene, Helen, Margaret. Wolf, Larson. We'll go with the natives and bring up the loads. We must be ready to start by sunrise. Yes, sir. Dawn. Sudden, brilliant, and hot. Finds the long queue of the safari safely across the river, with Larson again breaking trail. As they plunge into the shadowy depths, the sun beats diagonally into the purple mists of the jungle, spilling vague blue shadows along the forest paths. I still cannot understand, Tarzan, how you rounded up the bearers and straightened out that tangle of equipment in, in so short a time. It looked to me like in Castichin was a, a Chinese puzzle. The credit goes to Larson and Wolf. They did the work. <laughs> I've never seen natives so willing to work. Treat them like human beings, Tom, and they'll work gladly. Apparently so, for you. Uh, by the way, ladies, how did you sleep last night? <laughs> I always sleep with Lieutenant. I hardly closed my eyes, Paul. After everything that happened yesterday. Mm, it was only a short rest, my dear Elaine, but soon... Ah, you hear, Tarzan? It is Helene and Paul now. Yes, so I noticed. Mais dit donc, ma vieille branche. Vous savez, in the jungle, it seems so unnecessary to be a formal and... Of course, Dino, we all understand. Well, uh, well, I, I am glad that you Oh, do. Margaret, uh, are you completely over the fright you had this morning while we were crossing the river? What happened? I missed it. <laughs> One of the natives was carrying Magro over on, on his back. Halfway across, a hippopotamus came up for air. Of course, he let up the terrible snort. Magra screamed and threw both arms around the poor native's neck. It was like the death grip of a drowning man. <laughs> yeah. The poor fellow couldn't breathe. On the harder he struggled to keep his feet, the tighter Magra hung on. Mr. Tom caught up with him just then, untangled Magra from the poor boy's Adam's apple and carried her to the rest of the way in his arms. Enfin, <laughs> <laughs> oh, at last I understand. What, Darno? Just after the crossing, one of the boys came to me, apparently in great pain. He kept pointing to his neck, and all he would say was, Buona, Buona, you make look see, me think him neck broke. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, Elaine, walk a little more slowly. Yes, Now, Tom, since we've joined forces, we might as well go over the whole matter, you and I. Gladly. What would you like to know? What is it, Paul? Before I awakened you this morning, I left Tom watching the tent and did a little something I thought you might like. Tell me. I carried your father to the top of the hill where we spent the night at the store. Oh, yes. Well, he is safe from marauding animals. He lies beneath a cairn of stones. I hope you... Oh, that was very sweet and thoughtful of you, Paul. It makes me like you more than ever. Poor dad. I... I'm trying very hard to... to forget... Thank you, Paul. Oh, Nepal, Nepal. But come, or they will be, as the English say, spoofing us again. So you think we have about a week more of jungle, Tom? I should say so. You see, I know nothing more definite about our ultimate destination than you do. You are sure about that, Tom? Why should I not be frank with you now? Margaret, Altask, and I were members of young Gregory Safari. I read of the father of diamonds in his diary. I wanted it. Naturally, I believed he was trying to get the gem for himself. You tell me now that he was interested only in scientific research. That's quite true, Mr. Tone. Uh, when your brother disappeared, we searched for him. 
But the jungle seemed to have swallowed up even the slightest trace. But, Monsieur Tom, I am surprised that a man as determined as you should be bought by any such obstacle. Circumstances beyond my control forced me to turn back, Lieutenant. And how far do you think you were from Tuanbaka when you turned back? I am not certain, but I believe we were about three days' trek from the edge of the jungle. The edge of the jungle? Mm-hmm. One of the natives knew that part of the country, and we learned from him that we were near the end of the forest. All vegetation ceased, and that beyond that point there were no trees, no grass. I gathered it must have been some kind of a desert. Throughout the long, hot day, the safari forges ahead at a slow, steady pace. Nightfall finds them once more securely camped within the encircling shelter of their thornbush boma. As Larson finishes telling one of his laughable anecdotes, Helen rises from her place near the fire. (laughs) Well, if you expect me to get up with the sun tomorrow, Tarzan, I'll have to get some sleep. Good night, everybody. Good night, night, Helen. Brian Gregory's sister is charming. You have my word, Tarzan, that I will do all I can to help you in your search for her brother. Thank you, Tom. But we won't know what our problem is until we meet it. And then, as Dono says, we'll see what we'll see. Well, I am going to join Helen. Perhaps I will get some of the sleep I lost last night. Good night. Good night, Well, let's get this story you told straight now, Larson. You know, I heard that same story a couple of years ago down on the Ivory Coast. Tarzan, is Helen down there with you? No. Isn't she in her tent? No. I cannot find her. Mm -hmm. What? Helen! Helen! Just a minute, Arno. Keep quiet, everyone. Helen! Helen! Oh, Helen! My petit ange! I will find you! I will find you! Helen! Without stopping to pick up even a rifle, the Frenchman dashes madly toward the opening in the boma. Filled with an unreasoning rage, he crashes blindly through the thorn fence and disappears into the black night. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher.
Tom Tom and his little safari are now a part of the Tarzan Gregory expedition. Tom has agreed to proceed with Tarzan and his friends to Tuinbaka under the leadership of the ape man, the forbidden city of Asher being the common goal. Tom is after the father of diamonds, the talismanic gem of the Hesse Herrings, while Tarzan and his companions hope to find Helen Gregory's brother, Brian. Helen mysteriously vanishes from the midst of the encamped safari, and without pausing to pick up a weapon, Darno rushes blindly out into the black jungle night in search of her. Darno! Darno, come back here! Uh, the fool hasn't even got a rifle! We then go after him! Larson, wolf! You stay here, I'll bring him back! As Tarzan disappears into the branches of a tree near the edge of the boma, Tom walks slowly back to the fire and Martha, where Wolf and Larson presently join him. A look of mystification is in Tom's eyes. Brian oh, Gregory could never do that. I thought now Tarzan and you were for dreaming when you told me this man's ability to swing into the trees like an ape. It is uncanny, Atan. Even now I am not yet used to it. You watch. He'll have that Frenchman back here in a jiffy. Hmm. I can't understand what happened to that girl. She wouldn't have walked out into the jungle alone at this time of night. The shock of losing her father may have temporarily affected her. But she appeared to be getting over it wonderfully. All day long she fought her tears and kept herself under control. Yeah, sure. But it worked inside. She hid it from us. Yeah. I know what it means to... But never mind. Uh, we get up a search spot in the morning and look for her. If she wandered off alone, she cannot be far. We'll find her. But if she did not go alone... What do you mean, Atan? If she did not go alone? I Who was else? merely thinking about Margaret. To vanish like that surrounded by friends and natives. Strange, is it not? Why, yes. It is strange. I cannot... There! Tarzan and the Frenchman coming back. This Starno, he is in love with the young lady, Magra. Is that not self-evident? Tom, oh, I'm leaving Magra in your care. Uh, Magra has been under my protection for many years, since she was a child. Larson, you and Wolf carry on. Yes, sir. Sure. Tom has the map. Follow his suggestions. And Darno... You are aware that you will not leave the safari. Of course, my friend, but That's I... That's all I want. You are not to leave the safari under any circumstance. I'll be back sometime. You will be back. But where are you going? To find Helen. I'll catch up with you or meet you as soon as I can. Yeah, but how are you going to find her? There isn't a trace. Leave that to me. Tom, I have your word that the natives will be treated properly. You have? They will have no cause to complain. I may be gone for a few hours only. It may be days. But don't worry. Keep going toward two and Baca. Here's my gun, Tarzan. I will take Gregory's. Keep your the... rifle, Larson. I don't need it. But for protection, a rifle. I have all the weapons I need. You you will not let me go with you, mon ami. Well, yeah, uh, I was just saying, uh, we organize a search party in the morning. Won't and waste to... time, Wolf. No, Dono. This time I'm going alone. I want to make speed. Ah, uh, oui. Moi, je comprends. Then that's all. Keep things moving, Tom. Dono, goodbye. Good night. Hmm. I suggest that we follow his advice to the letter. Eh, Lieutenant Darno? Absolutely. We will press on. After day, through mile after mile of tropic verdure that cries aloud its beauty, the safari forges ahead deeper and deeper into the thick green oppressiveness of the jungle. All but Darno have given up hope of Tarzan finding Helen Gregory alive. 
Even the Frenchman's great abiding faith in his friend's ability to accomplish the impossible is gradually waning as the days pass and Tarzan fails to return. Faith is a great thing, my friend, but even that has its limitations. The shadow moves as the sun directs. Oui, Monsieur Tom. But you do not know Tarzan as I know him. I believe him to be absolutely immune from death caused by man or beast. No, no, je vous assure, he will return. None of us are immune from death, Dano, particularly in the jungle. It stares at us from behind every bush, every tree beside our path. Still, I hope you are correct and that Tarzan will return. It Days we have gone on, and still no trace of either one or the other. Strange. I like that other... What, uh, what are you thinking of, and what is so strange? I was merely indulging in my usual pastime, thinking aloud. It is odd how one can vanish from the midst of a large camp without leaving so much as the slightest trace. I've been thinking of it ever since the night Helen Gregory disappeared. Vraiment. And moi, I cannot understand it. We should have found at least some indication of what happened to her. It recalls to my mind the similarly peculiar disappearance of the young lady's brother, Brian Gregory. Oh. I understand now what you mean, Atan. Do you, my child? I wonder. Huh? Uh, come on, Tom. There appears to be trouble. Uh, what is it? Bully. Wanderlassen, Fuika. Gone. Huh? What do you mean? Where has he gone? Wanderlassen, gone. Thumbi Tupu, devil spirit catcher. Oh, who do you mean devil spirit? Where did he go? Busta Boyna Larson. Shetani on Busta Yes. Tuli, what a mission. Tuli, Sibila. Now, Mbuli, what has happened? Boyna walk along, cut trail. Pretty soon, no more. Shook, gone. Go along, Thumbi Tupu in ground. Where, Mbuli? Where did Boyna Larson go into the ground? Shook, there. Along big hole. Turn off. Come over here. What is it, Lieutenant? What has happened to Mr. Larson? Um, Bully says something about his going into the ground. Uh, disappear. What have you found, Tom? I do not know. Agra, stay away from that hole. It looks like some sort of native trap. An elephant trap or... Nom, the nom, Larson! Are you all right? Yeah, sure. They've been all right. Where are you, man? They don't know. But they've been all right. Turn down one of those spare torches. We will get a rope and pull you out. They don't need a rope. All they want is a light. Uh, what's the matter now, Lieutenant? Uh, I came up to see what is stopping the safari. Will you get one of the prepared flares, Donald? Sure, more. Just one more more. Oh, God, the sweet in tone. What is the sweet doing down in that hole? Some kind of an animal trap into which he fell. Uh, wait, here is the torch, Monsieur Tom. Uh, here is the flare, Larson. Have you matches? Yes, sir. Oh, this earth looks like it had been turned over recently. Hmm? Hey, up there. One of you come down. There's something funny about it. Wait a moment, Larson. One. Get ropes. I am going to You see. don't need a rope, Lieutenant. There's a stairway leading down. A stairway? Where? Sir Tom. The man is right. Look here. Just inside this hole. Ah. Wolf, give me two of those flares. Remain here with Mother and keep the natives back from this opening. You're full. Use the torches. What in the devil is this? Bats. They will not hurt you. Here, Dono. Take this flare. Go ahead. I will follow. 
you. Last song? Careful, Tenant. Careful on those steps. He fell all the way to the bottom. Now, what you make of this? I put... Tarno, this has been made by the hand of man. This stairway, those stone walls, a causeway, disused, ancient. But you are correct, Tom. It is man-made. Yeah, sure. That's very thank too. Uh, there must be ventilation. The air is dry, hot, but pure enough. Come over uh, here, Lieutenant, Mr. Tom. See if you can make this out. It's writing on the wall. Mesa Pristi. Uh, all the thoughts closer. There. So, can you decipher it, Tom? Oh, hieroglyphs. Egyptian, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. This sort of picture writing dates back to three or four thousand years before Christ. Top near, but it is most certainly very well preserved. I wonder what it means. <laughs> you cannot by any chance uh, decode it, Monsieur Tom? I? Uh, of course not. Why do you ask that? <laughs> Merely because I should like to know what that writing means. No, no, I have no idea what it means. But I shall nevertheless make a copy of it and look it up later. Uh, Lassen. You go and bring Wolf and Margaret down here. Then we shall explore a little. Uh, did you notice, Tom, that this causeway seems to be leading, well, in the general direction in which we are going? It leads in the other direction, too, Lieutenant. We hit it between both ends. They go up and get Margaret and Wolf. What does all of this mean, Monsieur Tom? I do not know. There is no doubt the causeway was built by man back in the dim past. Look at that masonry, those rock-hewn stairs. What sort of people built and used this centuries ago? Egyptians, probably. Those hieroglyphs seem to prove that. Hey, what the fight for an archaeologist. What a strange place, Atan. What have you found? Uh, I found something. You were? What is it? Well, I was snooping around up there before Larson came after us. And I will bet my life that the earth around that hole that Larson fell to has been dug up lately. It is soft, you know, not packed down like the ground all around. certain of that? Uh, positive. You know, that ground was put there from the outside or thrown up from the inside to cover up the hole. I wonder. Tom! Margaret! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Thank you. 
Atan Tom joins the Tarzan Gregory Safari and agrees to proceed with them to their common goal to Embarka and the forbidden city of Asher under the leadership of the ape man. Tarzan and his friends are searching for Helen Gregory's brother, Brian, while Tom is after the legendary gem of the Hesiharians, the father of diamonds. Helen vanishes mysteriously, and Tarzan, leading the expedition to proceed under Tom and Darno, goes in search of her. On the trail, Larson stumbles into what appears to be a man-built causeway, and Darno finds, scratched on the wall, words printed in English. Look! A word in English! L-A-L-A-H. Nella. But this cannot be English. I have never heard that word before. A moment, Darno. Let me look at it. Ah. Look at this. Examine it closely. What? I can make nothing of it. It looks like... Tony at the breast, like a word written upside down. Exactly. You see how the letter E is reversed and the L inverted? It is the word Helen. No, then, no, you are right. Then she must have been here in this causeway. Obviously, my friend. See here, following the word Helen, another word. Captain, also inverted. And a mark which we may assume to be an arrow pointing in that direction. But why are the two words written upside down? Yes, I cannot understand. Place your back to the wall and scratch the word Helen with your fingernail. You will write upside down. Of course. Then, my petite Helene is a prisoner. But of whom? If we knew that. Yes, Wolf, if we knew that. Well, what we been going to do now? Follow this tunnel in here or go to the jungle? I would say follow the causeway. It is wide enough to take the entire safari. It will save us cutting our way through the jungle. Yeah, and with the torches, we can see well enough. That's a good idea. Yeah, then we shall go up and stop the natives into the causeway. Come, work. We will all go up, Dono. I anticipate trouble with the Mbouli and the bearers. Trouble? A book what? Yeah, sure, I do too. Those fellas being all right out in the open. But down here, I don't know. We will soon find that out. Come, Dono. Uh, be careful of these steps, mother. Hey, Umpuli, come here. Wanda, Larson, come back. Shatani no catch him? <laughs> yeah, sure, Umpuli. There ain't no Shatani down there. No Tambri took her. Look. We go this way, Mbuli. No more cut trail. Go plenty fast. Where Bona Dano go? We go through big hole, along big road down there. No, no can do. Watamishigonga, Tapika, and Devil Hole. Get sick. That place bad for Watamishi. Plenty taboo. There is no shaitane. Not catch our we devil. Not there, Mbuli. We go. You come along us? No can do. Plenty taboo along that place. Watamishi no go, Mbuli no go. But we pay double pay some bully. You go now, eh? No go. This place taboo. That place taboo. Mbuli na Watamishi no go no more. All country here plenty taboo. But if we stay topside and cut trail, you go then, eh? No more go. No can do. All this place taboo for black boys. You see, Dano, it is useless. No argument will persuade them. Whether we follow the causeway or continue to cut trail, we must go on without our bearers. Uh, those black rascals would rather die on the spot than break one of their hidden taboos. If I had been allowed to use the pit, There will be... be no whipping wolf. If they will not go, they will not go, and flogging them will not help matters. On the contrary, they would very likely turn on us. Yeah, sure, that's right. 
Well, then we camp right here, huh? And uh, wait for Tarzan to come back, if he does. No, no, we will go on. Mopetita Lane has been taken through that causeway. We must follow. We may even find her in there. We must be somewhere near to Inbaka. Perhaps even to Asher. We know Ellen is alive. We can go on much more quickly without the natives. Ah, Lord, what do you say, Lasso? Well, he was hired for the trip. In and out. We ain't in yet. Boom, boom. And you? Uh, Marco said it. He can make better time without the needy. Very well. And you and Larson have the supplies brought here. We will go over them and make up individual packs of absolute necessities. Throughout the remainder of the day, Hanno, Tome, Wolf, and Larson sought over bales, bundles, and boxes, using here, rejecting there. Only such bare necessities as are absolutely essential to their journey are selected and stacked in the opening to the causeway. Well... Now we been, Lieutenant. Our supplies for the rest of the trip. No, they won't take us far. They will take us as far as necessary. I don't like the tone of voice you say that in. What do you mean? When these things have given up, we will no longer need supplies of any kind. Exactly, Magra. Either we shall be in our share or dead. But according to the map, we are very near to Enbaka. Yes, Darno. To Enbaka is a mountain. It is not a share. Well, Larson, you and Wolf make individual packs of this. Let Magra's pack be light, Larson. You may add the extra weight to mine. Yeah, sure. Well, we better get busy, Wolf. Mbuli! Hala! Tantetetu! You are positive you no more go along this safari, Mbuli? Mbuli, Nabatanishi, no can do. This place plenty taboo. Bien, bien. You see all this chekula? You take. You go back long bonga. You give this chit paper to big Francois Ibuana. He give Mbuli Pesa. Can do, Bonna. You no come along what a mission? No, we go on. This chit paper tell French commissioner where we go. We are ready, Lieutenant Dano. Dano. Nande Zako Mbuli. Mbuli. Nande Zako Bonna. That place had big taboo. Much taboo. Here. Uh, Mother, here. Give me your hand on these steps. Well, home, uh, we are all ready to go on. We will each carry a torch and proceed as far as possible before making camp. I tell you, this been a spooky place. Maybe those natives ain't been so dumb. You know Africa better than that, Larson. If we listen to every native superstition, we would never leave the coast. By the way, have you noticed the rock tomb? A mass of tangled roots, vines, and creepers... Those things must have been growing there for centuries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this ditch is pretty deep. All of the 20 feet, I would say. I wonder where the other end comes out. Uh, back there. This was undoubtedly a canal at one time. Where the water it carried came from, I have no idea. It probably emptied into that river we crossed eight or ten days ago. Just look at those huge granite blocks in these walls. Where could they have come from? Nom dam, nom dam, nom. But, Margaret, that is not a wall. There is none on the other side. This must have been... Must have been a wharf where some large ships were docked. Look up there. That heavy iron ring. Don't You're right. But that ring is stone. Not iron. Look how those blocks fit together. No cement. No, no, nothing to hold them together. And see up there. Ain't that a watermark? Here is the end of the world. With steps carved into the stone, like those we saw coming back there. Hey, the canal makes a turn, Hart. Maybe we got the camp, Hart. No, we go on, unless Margaret is there. Oh, no, no, let us continue. Look out, Hart. Some rocks and dirt have caved in. 
Benji, look at that on that big rock. Some kind of a hidden shrine. Bring those for products. Look here, Dono. These carvings and hieroglyphs. No, the milchian. They are ugly enough. They look like death heads. Skulls. Carved into stone. Oh, I do not like them. They are gruesome. Come away. Ach, I don't like them either. Look how those empty eye sockets stare at us. Oui, they make me feel like someone was watching. Perhaps someone is watching us, Wolf. I have had the feeling for some time. Sacre, and I too, but I did not wish to mention it because of... Because of me, Lieutenant? Oh, you are all acting like little boys, frightened by what your imagination places in dark corners. Brave little Magra. Nevertheless, remain close to Lieutenant Dano or myself. I do not wish to see you vanish in thin air. The tunnel threatens us again, I have. And by me, that's light way up there in front. Whoever I think we've been come to the end of this thing perhaps soon. You see light? We, we told me that is all. But it cannot be daylight. It was just beginning to get dusk when we entered the causeway. It is probably moonlight. I think Larson is right. We have reached the end of the causeway or some sort of opening. Well, I won't be sorry to get out of this hole. The skulls watch every move you make. Pull yourself together, Wolf. Those things are merely age-old carvings placed there by a long-forgotten race. Aye, 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 I know. But whatever they are, I don't like them. They, they, they look to me like, like a warning. I, I feel like they were swallowing us. All hieroglyphs look practically the same to me, Tom, but those with the carvings of those horrible faces... Do you suppose they bear any relation whatsoever to the ones to the ones we first found? I, I cannot say, Dono. I made a copy of the first ones we found. But you did not copy the others. No. No, to tell you the truth, these faces were not agreeable to me either. I was as anxious to leave them behind as our friend Wolf was. Well, yet, yeah, at, at the Naval Academy, I made a study of some of the more ancient languages... Egyptian and some others, uh, said that here, the spoken tongue. I did not get so far with the hieroglyphs. Uh, I wish now that I had devoted more time to that study. Uh, it is an interesting subject. Uh, but let us go on. Larson is quite some distance ahead. He has perhaps found the opening. Marco! Yeah, sure, Lieutenant. Have you reached the end of the causeway? Hey, Ben, pretty near. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!